At some point in your life, you may have made memories that, when you look back on them now, you may just instantly cringe and be like, why did I do that? Today's podcast does all of that so you don't have to. They explore their own blunders and mishaps throughout the years, and it's all for your enjoyment. But it's totally awesome, and it's a really fun show. So let's jump right into it on today's edition of Podcast of the Day right here on Anchor. The Blunder Gears is the podcast we're talking about today, and like I said earlier, it's the podcast that goes over their embarrassing memories and moments in their life, so you don't have to, but it's more so just talking about some crazy things that have happened to them in the past, and they're very, very much cringe-inducing. It's hosted by Nick and Sean, and they're two best friends who, yeah, like I said, just go in on some of their worst moments ever in history um, and their lives, and it turns out to be pretty entertaining, so we're going to listen to an episode and it'll be actually their first episode talking about social media that's right the the long-term thing called social media where if you post anything it stays there forever or so they say but anyways they're going to be talking about that so let's listen in okay well this is the first episode of the blunder years podcast i'm joined by my good friend mason creator or excuse me co-creator of the oh script not found yeah Yeah. script not found an improv show Phenomenal. <clears throat> All right, Sean's joining us remotely. Say hi, Sean. Hey, guys. What's up? All right. And, uh, yeah, so, again, this is the first episode of the Blunder Years podcast, really where we kind of focus on um, really cringeworthy and embarrassing stories from our childhood, all related and pertaining to a topical uh, point of interest. So for this particular episode, we're going to be discussing social media. Um, it's something that I am well aware of people starting in the past several years and really not thinking about the fact when it came out we're not cognizant of the fact that really whatever you post is available for the entirety of your lifetime and uh, a lot of employers have uh, become very aware of that fact and it has become actually a crucial element in uh, recruiting and uh, interviewing it actually has become a, a core part of the process so really what we were just going to go over today is some of the less poignant things that we've uh, shared online and really just going to be going over that. So um, don't really know where to start with that. But Sean, if you have anything off the top of your head, Mason, if you got anything. Social media probably has the best of you too, but that's okay because we're going to listen to some more stories about their social media horror stories. Oh, hi. Yeah, still here. If you want to go follow my Twitter, that would be super, super cool of you. It is at P-O-T-D Anchor on Twitter. And then you can also call in to me right here on Anchor to tell me anything and everything about podcasts and what you've been listening to lately. I'd love to hear it. So feel free to use the call in future and let me know. And I think that about does it for all my self-plugging stuff. While you're spinning that dial, make sure you go check out some other Anchor shows. We've got a ton of stuff going through lately, and uh, it's been awesome, and it's been a great experience doing this so far. So, yeah, that, that'll do for me right here on uh, Podcast of the Day on Anchor. Um, I've been your host, Grant, and uh, I'll catch you right back here tomorrow. Yeah, so that was the Blunder Years. Make sure you go check them out at the Blunder Years, or excuse me, it's just blunderyears.com. Um, it is listed in the last clip if you want to click on it. Um, and yeah, give them some love and follow some of their episodes. They're going to be coming out with some more very soon. So I hope you enjoyed their show, and let me know what you thought about it. This this is from 2009, which was my first year of high school. So this is my first year of high school. I was alone. I was afraid. I was trying to make connections. 
you understand, uh, which is difficult for me sometimes, believe it or not. I can be very abrasive or, or just straight up antisocial. Can't even imagine. Yeah, I know. It, it sounds crazy, you know, coming out of my mouth hole, but believe it or not, there is, you know, there's a lot of validity behind that. But I do remember this one girl, very sweet girl, very nice. I actually, and you, you're, you're aware of her. Um, she came up to me one day in class. I think it was the first or second week of high school. And we made a little bit of small talk. She was trying to get me to come out of my shell. And she asked the question, the million dollar question that everybody loves throwing out there, uh, what kind of music do you like? And so I believe my response was something pretty stupid, like this does garbage. This, does, this, does this girl have um, like double letters for initials? Yes. Okay, cool. Yes, yeah, okay. you are well aware. Her okay. name was Alyssa, Sean. Um, I'm not going to obviously do the last name, but right. her name was Alyssa. Um, very sweet girl. She actually, because at the time I didn't have a cell phone because, you know. Right. You know. Hadn't earned that 12, yet. I, I literally hadn't earned that yet. So she said, what's your email? I'll send you over some of my music so you can get an idea of what I like. This sounds clearly like, you know, my, my in at this point to woo this girl with my sweet saccharine um, it's going great so far. Yeah. <laughs> you know, with my uh, with with my tender and loving personality um, that was so at the time appreciative of everybody's viewpoints and aspects. So she sent me an email of music that she liked. Now let me just go over it. She said, "You can't hate my music until you have heard it." Do you have iTunes? I hope so because my stupid computer won't allow me to go to YouTube. So she listed a few songs basically after this. Wait, did you, did? Did did she say you can't hate my music yet because you had suggested that you'd hate her music? Again, maybe. Maybe. Maybe, maybe you know, she said, like, I don't know. I, again, I, I genuinely don't remember, but right, based right. on my previous discourse with uh, multiple people, I can't imagine it was that savory. So I'm sure <laughs> yeah. she was already on guard. Right, yeah. So she sent me a few song titles, Waiting on a Woman by Brad Paisley, You'll Think of Me by Keith Urban. She uh, clarified, once again, I love the lyrics. Uh, International Harvester by Craig Morgan, Picture to Burn by Taylor Swift, and I'm Already There by Lone Star. She said, okay, you might hate it, but you might kind of like the music. At least listen to it. I listen to your kind of music. Oh, God. Yeah, so I'm sure I sent her, like, at the time, Sex Pistols or Dead Kennedys, and she was like, oh, this is, like, noise. Like, this cool. is music. Yeah, this <laughs> is music. My response after this, really, and let me, she she did this email very nicely, even the yes, song nicely. titles. It's, like, formatted and, and color-coded. Yeah, she color-coded the song titles. Okay, it, it's multiple It could not be easier to read. Uh, my response was, Holy crap, my eyes and ears are bleeding. Don't make me shoot myself. Ah. And then a smiley face. And then a smiley face. So, wow. You know, not exactly my best what? moment. Certainly not my worst, but I do not believe... There was Man, not a follow-up email after that's that. That's dweeby as shit, dude. So I got to talk with Nick and Sean of the Blunder Years, and uh, they were a blast to talk to. Um, they, they obviously have a lot of camaraderie with one another, and they love, they love to talk about their stories and uh, all that good stuff. So we talked about the podcast and a bunch more in this interview. I'm Sean, and Nick is a friend of about seven-ish years. And um, one we had uh, on our social media, on Facebook more specifically, we had been... Um, started this i guess tr like habit of going into our memories uh feature i don't know if you're familiar with it'll it would like used to give you a notification showing you what you posted on that day years prior on your facebook yeah yep but uh nick and i are of a certain age where that means it reminds us daily of the <laughs> dumb things we would say 
at the ages of 14, 15, <laughs> 16, when we were first starting to use social media. Yes. And so Nick started sharing his greatest hits, if you will, on my wall for me and all of our mutual friends to see. Um, and so then I started doing that after a while. Now, uh, Nick is a, also a Twitch streamer where I had like, uh, I'd been like, I guess like a guest on like sort of like a recurring cast member, if you will. And uh, I'm not really a gamer, though, so I was kind of just there being annoying. But a lot of uh, Nick's viewers, I guess, uh, at least one in particular, said she really enjoyed our dynamic. And I've always wanted to do podcasts. So I said, Nick, we should do a podcast. And we were, like, struggling to come up with an idea for this. Yeah. Like, what podcast, like, what the theme would be. And then I was looking at the stuff he was sharing on my wall. I'm like, you know what? We could probably just do a podcast where we go into all of our embarrassing, cringy uh social media memories uh, of which there are many and just recount the funniest ones and so we did that for our first episode and it kind of went from there so how's that gone so far then has it been exciting and then i guess fun to go through your your most cringeworthy uh memories oh dear lord yeah it's um <laughs> recently hasn't we we've kind of tapered off um just because of both of us being you know very busy i actually also started you doing youtube and stuff just wasn't able to get as many um get a hold of as many guests as i wanted to um, gotcha. but we are looking to kind of revitalize it we've done five episodes and so uh i think the last one was jesus probably about a month ago or so um and so we're hoping to kind of you know, get the spark back and get back into it because we were having a blast while we were doing so. And I think our very last episode, we actually had a, you know, not relatively famous, but um, we had um, a porn star on. Uh, and we actually, it was great because initially the idea was that it was just going to be, again, blunder years. Um, but it flowed so well having another guest on. And like it started off asking, you know, embarrassing memories and the like. And then it just kind of flowed from there and became almost like more of a free form interview process, which felt fantastic. Have you had any like favorite moments of the show so far that just totally come to your mind when I ask? <laughs> oh, boy. probably being well. Again, I guess technically it was my fault since I brought it up, but me reading my <laughs> fan fiction. Yep. Um, we have an unreleased episode where I re where I read an entire uh, fan fiction I wrote uh, based on the teen spy uh, series uh, uh, series of novels, the Alex Ryder books. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, <laughs> Nick and our good friend Mason, who is a very talented uh, improv guy, uh, plays all the characters with accents and stuff like that. Um, I think that was so that was so much fun. It helped uh, kind of yeah. ease the sting of embarrassment just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. No. Oh boy, the, I'm so sorry. I just on the subject of um, uh, of fan fiction, have you ever heard of My Immortal? I, I want to say I have. I, I want to say that I've heard of it somewhere before. Yeah, it, it's this infamous um, fan fiction written by, uh, allegedly written by, like, a 13-year-old girl who puts herself in the Harry Potter universe and dates, like, Harry Potter and Draco Malfoy, but she's uh, gothic, and so the, most of the, the story involves her describing her outfit and going to see, like, My Chemical Romance and Hogsmeade. Uh, <laughs> and we actually, we partook in reading that as well however we i guess under well i underestimated the length of it so we have about a four hour episode of us just literally <laughs> reading yeah no it was what, that what is nick isn't telling you is that this if you're not familiar with it it provides a little bit of context it is so horrifically written like it's written in like mid 2000s internet shorthand gotcha. so, so it's just 
hard to and it's and it's nonsensical through. like okay. there is no plot there's no tangible plot there's no like linear structure it's it's incomprehensibly bad but it's yeah. one of those so bad it's good things i take it that's not uh making the podcast feed then <laughs> We may break it. We were thinking of breaking it up into, say, a three or four piece segment that's kind of like a special episode released, you know, maybe every month or so. Uh, but there's no way we could do that, you know, in one foul swoop. So right. we're kind of holding off on releasing that one. That's awesome. Um, so you have covered quite a few topics so far. Are there any um, upcoming ones that you want to cover that you haven't quite gone through yet? Man, I mean, that, that's that been was... our biggest brainstorm. Sorry, Sean, what were you going to say? I, I did have a list. I knew um, my spring break was recently, but we had just been so busy that we haven't been able to record. But um, I'm still in school. Um, but I wanted to do like vacation memories and like, ah, okay, because um, uh, I mean, Nick and I both come from. I, we we definitely didn't grow up poor, but compared to where we grew up, we didn't help have a whole lot of fancy things. And so vacation oftentimes meant just long car rides to mm-hmm. camping or some like middle of nowhere town Absolutely, to to yes. attempt to get the family to like bond. We weren't we didn't necessarily we didn't grow up flying business class to Europe. So like <laughs> anyone who's like been in that classic, I want to say like middle class or working class family vacation has probably a lot of memories of like just like just uh, stuff hitting the fan. And I don't know what uh, Nick's family, which is a very dynamic family, he probably has a lot of good stories about that. Good, good is a strong word, but <laughs> ask. Um, did you guys meet in high school then, you and Sean? High school or... aged, but we were okay. both um, out of school by then. We both took the uh, the California high school proficiency exam, which is a great way for saying do some eighth grade math, and we w- we'll let you leave school a little bit early. <laughs> yeah. Um, and avoid the, I guess, the stigma of being a dropout. Um, so, yeah. Um, for we actually met through a mutual friend from our community college. Yeah. Uh, and that's what's funny is what we're still trying to find. Uh, my first memory of Sean, I don't know if he has this one of me, is because I walked past him in one of the, the hallways in our community college. And he was wearing the same Dead Kennedy shirt as me. And I was like, oh, fuck, like he's ruining my cred because I was trying to be the cool edgy kid. And <laughs> here's this guy wearing the exact same shirt as me. Right. Uh, and I know there's a photo of Sean with that shirt. And I still need to find a photo of me in that shirt. And then we'll probably put that on our website or something um, just because it's just too perfect. You know? <laughs> yeah. This was from before we knew each other, too. Yeah. My that was my I thought, oh, like this guy's probably like a cool kid. Like I could probably get along with him. I didn't realize at the time Nick like hated me for no good reason. <laughs> yeah. Um but then we like wound up hanging out one day and I guess we became friends through a mutual friend of ours. And like we, at the time, like I thought, oh, Nick's kind of hybrid, but he's really nice to me. Um and the first and the and before he goes, he's I guess his mom's about to pick him up and he turns back to us. Yeah, he's he's leaving, but then he comes back to us and he says, "By the way, look what I can do!" And he pelvic thrusts so that you could see like the outline of his dick flying back and forth in his pants. They're very as if loose this pants. Was, it was like a mini talent uh, <laughs> talent show, I guess. And he thought we needed to see it, so that was my that was the first time I ever hung out. Sounds about right. Uh, that's that's pretty impactful, I would say. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that never left my mind. <laughs> I bet. So from there, did you just keep hanging out and eventually say, like, one day you should make a podcast? Or Oh, well, this is many years ago. Um, right, right. 
Um, yeah, we've just been like hanging out and like, um, like Nick, uh, Nick and I are like each other's foil. I would yeah. say like Nick's very extroverted and tends to take crazy risks and be the life of a party. Whereas I'm fit much more reserved, but like, I also have like a sense of humor that like complements that. So we both complement each other by being very, very different people. Okay. So, um, yeah. it, it, it was kind of natural, I guess. It literally just came down to the fact that, I mean, I love entertaining people. That's like what I want to do. And so I would have Sean come on my Twitch channel where I'd play like video games and then Sean and I would come on. And we did like I, I definitely remember one person, but I had a lot of other people mention it to me. They said, hey, like, it's really cool seeing you and Sean play together because your dynamic is just super funny. And, you know, we used to do like Snapchat things of me and Sean together doing god knows what and people just remarked that they really like the dynamic just like sean said it really is kind of a foil mm -hmm. and so we thought if we could kind of encapsulate that in a podcast and have other people come on and you know also share their stories with us um because i mean sean and i have definitely lived multiple lives at this point we have like just so many stories from so many different timelines and stuff that it just it just made sense to kind of you know chronicle all of them uh, alongside other people did you guys listen to podcasts as well before you started your own? Yeah, I I, I do often actually. Um, originally, I all, I almost exclusively listened to podcasts about music. As weird as that sounds, like I li almost listen to people talk about music mm -hmm. more than music itself. Um, like this, the one in particular I listened to was called the One Hundred Words or Less podcast, where uh, this guy uh, his name is Ray Harkins. He he played in bands for a long time, so he knows a lot of people from like the independent music scene and he interviews them one-on-one -on -one for like an hour, an hour and a half. Um, and he said he modeled it on the WTF podcast by Mark Marin. Marin is how you pronounce it. Yeah. Um, yeah. He said that was like his inspiration for doing it. Um, but instead of, I guess uh, Mark Marin does like comedians and actors, mostly he does uh, musicians and a lot of them happen to be from bands. I like a lot. And then through that, I found others uh, such as the Turned Out a Punk podcast with Damien Abraham, who's this lead singer for this punk band called Fucked Up. And he interviewed a lot of famous people who happened to like the same music I do, which was cool finding out comedians I liked also happened to like the same music I liked. Right. right. Uh, and then I just started listening to this one called The Film Reroll. Uh, I'm sure you've heard of it. Maybe you haven't. Um, it's where uh, a bunch of people get together and play through movies as if they're uh, role-playing games. So uh, they react, they act the movie, they uh, reenact the movie by rolling dice as you would in a Dungeons and Dragons game or whatever tabletop RPG game, and it's really entertaining. Wait, that's and awesome. There's a bunch of yeah, others I listen awesome. to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a great podcast. I'm not even a D and D guy, and I love that podcast. And see, that's my issue. Is I actually I never. No, yeah, no, I had never listened to a podcast before we started the podcast, so I was relying almost exclusively on Sean on how to know, you know, how to, say, dictate topics and how to kind of let it progress. I'm kind of bad at that. I just kind of jump straight into something. Same with, you know, Twitch and YouTube. I'd never really used any of those platforms. Um, but with the podcasting, I mean, we've had pretty good remarks on it, so um, that made me feel a little more confident that, you know, I'm not just kind of, like, fumbling into the abyss, so to speak. Well, um, I, I think that's honestly uh, kind of all I have right now. Is there anything else you guys would like to uh, mention? Uh, I mean, assuming this is uh, we can plug the podcast. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I was going to ask you next uh, if you want to uh, give all the plugs. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Uh, 
the we're on iTunes and all the other platforms, right, Nick? Um, yes. No, we're on literally every feasible way to listen to a podcast. So yeah. Gramophone, carrier pigeon. Yeah, yeah. We're pressing our podcast to vinyl. <laughs> just but yeah, it. it's just blunder years, real simple. Very brief side note, this is a recent endeavor of mine, and I'm always looking for new people. I have recently started a uh, Snapchat story that is me lip-syncing in the shower, so if you have any song suggestions, please feel free to send them <laughs> over to us as well. Uh, the email is just uh, contact at theblunderyears.com. Uh, so very simple there. And then you guys have like a Twitter yeah, it's just uh, oh dear lord. Again, we've been so out of it. Let me check right now what our Twitter is because right. somebody took the name and it really irked me. Uh, we couldn't just do Blunder Years. That's some like hockey shop out in Canada for some reason. Uh, yeah, no, my thoughts exactly. That kind of irked me. Uh, we are the Blundercast on Twitter. Well, I I wanted to talk about like just the history of like our respective like. Uh, experiences using the internet in general and like not just social media because mm-hmm. yeah. one of my earliest memories i shit you not i don't know if you guys remember the the teen spy series uh alex Ryder. it was like those books that would sell at the book fair mm. oh you know is that like totally spies that cartoon show mm, well sort of it was just like anyways it was like this teen spy novel like put out by scholastic or whatever and you could buy it at the book fair my earliest memory of using the internet is writing fan fiction for Alex Ryder and publishing Ooh. it to fanfiction.net as like a nine year old. That's Dear pretty Lord. that's pretty great, Sean. Yeah, yeah that's I, a yeah. good one. And it was like like each chapter was like two pages long. Like like the average like blog post was like my yeah. like chapter length. And I wrote and I think I wrote four or five of them. Was there like a lot of character development across uh, your story arc? Kind of. Yeah. So, like in the novels, he has a love interest, yeah. who's like his age, and I and I and I write in the death of her mother as like a plot Solid. point in one of mine, and I, and that's pretty advanced for like yeah. a nine year old kid. It's really dark for a fourth grader. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I I didn't like have a lot of like like my media consumption wasn't well regulated growing up, so I watched a lot of very like, not like adult films like porn but like adult themed like shows like regarding like death and relationships, which in a weird way like I think might have made me I guess like understand the nuances of certain things of the world a little bit better, but like at the same time it it, like desensitized me a lot and like didn't allow me to be like a kid, you know what I mean? So I'm not a rich man by any means, but how much could I pay you to attain those manuscripts?